0: The F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away a DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGP and Fantasy. Get ready for speed.
1: You just wait, Sunshine. You just wait.
0: Get ready for the passion.
1: To whom it may concern (laughs) you.
0: Get ready for the raw emotion. (laughs) Sì, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. That's right, it is the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb, I am Rod Gomez, and we are back once more to set up your Formula 1 betting cards. And we are fresh off the heels of... You know, Cody, we are the hosts of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I think everybody here already knows that as well. Um, we were expecting a very chaotic weekend in Talladega. We got a uh, partially chaotic weekend in Talladega, but we got even a more chaotic day in our F1 race in Singapore. Buddy, this this thing was nuts. I mean, weather, we had it all. We had chills. We had spills. We had... Um, tires we had all kinds of crazy stuff going on and 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 we had a different winner this weekend so uh i mean look it had everything we wanted and more so we kind of got spoiled to start the morning and then getting into the nascar day it kind of was a letdown but yeah good good racing last weekend yeah
1: let's not bury the lead rod first of all people besides max verstappen can win (laughs) second of all your 12 to 1 winner hit so congratulations to you obviously we'll get into the recap here as we go over the bets, but can't be overlooked that the one time we finally get a different winner, you picked him 12 to one. So props to you, but yeah, man, just what a crazy weekend. I mean, qualifying again, we'll talk about this when we get to the bet recap, because the top three in qualifying, you throw a blanket over them, uh, how close they were just an insane weekend. Um, You know, weather obviously kind of played a factor all weekend, weather played a factor in the race. You got some, some penalties, Russell ends up starting on Pit and then yeah just chaotic race yeah guys just not making corners and, and running into barriers and contact with each other and and vehicles you know just power units and all kinds of issues like yeah like you said it we thought for sure you know we're gonna wake up a nice, you know, chill F one race and, and then the
0: craziness of Talladega and they flipped it around on us for sure. Yeah. It was like F one was like, uh uh-uh, uh guys, we're here too and we want to be paid attention to. Uh yeah, I mean look, it was it was just a, a matter of time before somebody chipped away at Max for stopping and we we saw it this weekend, thank God. Uh again, it just it makes racing a lot more fun when more than one person is crossing the checkered uh checkered line uh just every single week so uh again we were very happy that that happened but singapore itself that was a i love that track um i I love the fact that it was at night uh again if you guys are new to this show and it pisses you off that we're not uh super f1 fans right off the jump Uh, you know, you just have to walk with us as we learn this stuff. But uh, as far as the betting aspect of it goes, (laughs) I hope you're enjoying the fact that you're winning a little bit of money uh, each and every week with us just because of the simple fact that that's why we're here. I mean, if you want Super F1 breakdowns, there's plenty of them out there. In fact, I've been listening to some really good ones lately uh, and becoming more and more of a fan of the sport as we go. Uh, But like I said, largely we're here to place bets and to help you win some money to do so. But uh, again... I love that, and I'm glad that they're back, and I'm glad that we actually get to watch this this racetrack because it was everything it lived up to for me, anyways. Uh, watching this under the lights and, and just having a good time with it.
1: Yeah, and we talked about it last week. Would you know what was the quote I kept running across was you know like the the toughest track on the schedule, and we saw it play out. It definitely was that, and it's not something they they hadn't been there since 2019. It's one of those. You know, races similar to this weekend, we're, we're going back to a track in the, the Japanese Grand Prix where we haven't been there since 2019. So a lot of new faces and a lot of new places, a lot of things have changed, and it definitely keeps it uh, shook up a little bit. But But yeah, again, just an outstanding weekend of racing. And, and there was this, I mean, there's always plenty of action like throughout the field and stuff going on. But this weekend, more than any of the other races this season, it seemed like was super action-packed, like, throughout the day. There were always battles they were following, you know, and, and I mean, yeah, Perez kind of just took it and ran away with it right from the start. It was a almost like a max performance up there by him, but it seemed, this race seemed more racy than a lot of the other ones, even though it wasn't necessarily for the lead just because there were so many things. How much fun was it to watch Max keep get, going backwards and have to fight his way forward? Like, he is so good and it, you know, the constant him passing cars and, you know, you could just see him like stalking guys and, and setting it up and then just executes the the move and races around someone. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, it was a great weekend, uh, waking up nice and early. And, uh, man, we got to gotta figure out how we're going to watch. Well, actually, this is where this weekend will be where it uh, pays off for you over there on the West Coast because you just get a late late night race, like uh, ten about 10, 10 o'clock your time. So, yeah, that's – obviously, we're not
0: jumping too far forward, but this weekend is a middle-of-the-night race
1: for us Americans
0: here. <laughs> F1 and chill. That's what I get to do uh, this coming weekend for the United States Grand Prix. And I love it. I'm definitely going to F1 yeah, and chill. Our,
1: uh, our buddy uh, in the, the Discord, Hard Flex Bro, He said uh, Western Hemisphere discrimination, putting it up. (laughs) (laughs) They don't care about what time it's on over here, you know?
0: (laughs) No, they certainly don't. They never do, and that's all right. I'm okay with that. That's what DVR is for. Um, Exactly. (laughs) But, no, you know, one of the biggest things this weekend, obviously, and and you saw it play out in both – Uh, qualifying and practice and and even in the races is, is when to go to slicks I mean there was a lot of discussion a lot of chatter a lot of staying out on those intermediates for a better part of that race and really it was just the the chicken move of who wanted to go to slicks first and and you know you saw it play out too as far as slicks got you a little bit going but started to fall off really quick so a lot of those guys staying out there on intermediates and I mean, God knows if that track would have been dry, what we would have seen. But the simple fact of the matter is that that thing was playing havoc with people all day long. We had people pulling out into the emergency lanes, slamming into walls like it really was like a Talladega race more than Talladega was.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And I mean, again, delayed start too. we didn't even touch on that. Like it didn't start at almost an hour after the advertised starting time because of the rain and then. Yeah, I mean, there was rain throughout the race, not necessarily like pouring rain and stuff, but enough to cause the tire troubles with, you know, what tires to have, when is the time to switch. It's it's too wet to not have them, but not wet enough to have them and, and just all over the place. So again, a lot of stuff, the race within the race that we always like to talk about in motorsports in general. And we saw it for sure uh, this weekend, just yeah, everything was was super fun to watch in that race.
0: Yep throw the throw the race under the clock. I mean, they barely even they were keeping track of laps, but after a while, they were like, "Yeah, we're pretty much not going to keep track of laps anymore. Let's just let's just throw that timer up there and let everybody know." We're we're gonna end this right at the two hour mark. So.
1: <laughs> that's my wife's favorite part of, of the F one races. When she sees the <laughs> clock come on, she's like, I like this where it doesn't just keep going and going and
0: going. It's like, here's the cutoff time, all right? We're racing to this point. <laughs> You're done after this. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we made some bets on this and we're gonna go ahead and go over them after the break. So uh yeah, we'll stick around. We'll recap our bets for you before we actually lay out ones for the Japan Grand Prix in the Stage three. So hang tight. We'll be right back after this. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now's the perfect time because new customers who bet a hundred dollars get a one hundred dollar free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open twenty four hours a day, where you can get a one hundred percent deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus. WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions, winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state. where playthrough play through WinBet is available. If you are someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you watch football, you need FuboTV. FuboTV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR+. Plus. No contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash S-G-P. You ever wish that before every NFL game, you could actually get up to date and accurate information before placing your bets or locking in your fantasy lineups? Well, now you can with the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. And whatever you're a part of, if it's a fantasy tournament, placing bets, or you're just a huge sports fan and stats nerds, the Elias Game Plan has everything you are going to need. It's a sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. That is the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports League since 1913. You can see and hear all the trusted facts all the time from ESPN, your local radio broadcast, television broadcast, whatever. But now you can get them straight from the Elias Sports Plan app. It is where all the official statisticians hang out. We throw out a lot of stats around here on the shows here on SGPN. And we need you to know that everything we do and every stat that we give you and every bet that we place is backed by cold hard stats not just our intuition the elias game plan app helps us do that so take this nfl series in season to the next level download the elias game plan app today choose from three game plans when you subscribe weekly monthly or annual but i can get you 25 percent off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription just use our promo code sgpn25 find the elias game plan sports betting in the app store or play store today use the promo code sgpn25 Promoguy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boost and huge cash bonuses from all the major sportsbooks and... They got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your, right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you can find all of the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. The best part of it all? Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to PromoGuy.us. Check out their 100% tracked and transparent perfect method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out PromoGuy.us. All right, last weekend it was the Singapore Grand Prix, and we did talk about how absolutely crazy that was to watch. And not really, it was just enough rain to annoy you. That's that's really all it was too. Just it was it was raining. And especially during qualifying and practice, uh, and then it it was raining enough to annoy you to delay the race, but not rainy enough to, like, be on wets the whole dang time. So it threw a lot of teams into craziness, and the craziness even started before it got going with practice, but um, let's break down some of those bets as they pertain to that kind of thing, uh, because, of course, we did have some in practice. Uh we talked about being uh Ferrari being the fastest in practice one, Cody. Yeah, unfortunately. Man,
1: Ugh, again, I said I wish that we could get more than just practice one odds. But yeah, I did have Ferrari practice one uh minus one ten. They ended up third and fifth or third and sixth, unfortunately, and then they go out and win FP2 and FP three. So again, I, I don't have uh that I don't have Ferrari practice bets in my official plays this week but i'm probably just going to keep betting ferrari every practice i mean they they hit more practices than they don't so might just be the the strategy going forward but yeah unfortunately missed out on them getting fp1 i believe i had said do fp1 and fp2 then i would have gone with red bull for fp3 so i would only been one for three but oh well
0: yeah, I mean, look, and but th- this is why it was tough, though, because there was a lot of tire strategy going on in this, and there was so much jockeying for it that it, it I mean, almost felt like it could have been anybody's anyways. P1 ended... Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari. So, I mean, even they couldn't figure out what was going on. Well, Perez, and,
1: of course, Mercedes has to come out and win practice, and then they can't do it in qualifying. Come on.
0: <laughs> uh, no, believe me, I know. That that was a frustrating part. Hamilton turned a, a hell of a lap there uh, to to win in P1. Uh, 143.03. Verstappen, 143.117. Leclerc, 143.43. And then, of course, Mercedes, 5th uh, place as well, 144.06. But, I mean, those guys were just, you know, setting some, some insane times there. Uh, uh, going out on the slicks there on the last part of that practice. So, I know they were all trying to do something like that. Um, all right, I gave out uh, for my actual practice bet uh, Lance Stroll over Sebastian Vettel in that one. Um, that one actually didn't, I I didn't sweat that one pretty much at all because it was Stroll over Vettel for the most part. And Stroll did finish eighth in that and Vettel finished 11th in practice one. Um, so that definitely hit. And, and like I said, I I noticed that Stroll is, is faster than Vettel in practice more often than not. Obviously it doesn't always turn out that way in the race proper, but for whatever reason, Stroll just seems to come out and, and really fly in those laps. Um, and so, you know, in those flying laps, he definitely gives it his all. So I, I liked that bet and I'm glad it cashed.
1: Yeah. Good call by you. Uh, again, there's one of those trends you can just keep an eye on and keep playing as you go forward. All right. You gave
0: out, obviously the qualifying is Mercedes yes. qualifying winner.
1: I had Mercedes plus 1100 point. Let's see. I wrote it down. What was it? Point zero four two seconds in third place, Lewis Hamilton that's how close the top 3 were like i said you could throw a blanket a very small blanket over the top 3 and they were all that close uh just a hell of a hell of a qualifying session pract- or yeah for that that third qualifying session but man at 11 to 1 to be so close and just miss it that that really sucked but uh i feel like i was was kind of on the right track there and so close man it just oh, it almost hurts you know it's one of those things like would you rather win by one point or just get blown out? And sometimes it's like,
0: man, it's good to know you were on the right track, but
1: ugh, so close.
0: You could throw a napkin over it, basically, is what you could <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, and and I mean, look, Hamilton did. It just looked like he would have had it too for the longest. I mean, again, that was the qualifying where everybody was just sort of. In fact, it was it was anybody's qualifying up until the very very end, right? I mean, it was shifting every lap with somebody saying, okay, now this is the new one, and this is the new one, and this is the new one. So, I mean, really, it was a revolving door, and unfortunately, it stopped short of Lewis Hamilton being the guy uh, to qualify. So, I mean, I, I like that bet, too, because I liked Hamilton in this at all to, to do good things. I think we talked about that in the in the last betting show where we were both kind of high on Hamilton uh, to do good things. So, eh, I mean, look, again, you, you just a couple of tenths of a second, and that would have been the difference. So, Um, All right, well, I gave you, obviously, the fastest pit stop as Red Bull, minus 140. That was my weekly Red Bull fastest pit stop. Mercedes tried. And we'll talk about it in a little bit. They tried. Mercedes, 2.49, but Red Bull, 2.46, taking home the DHL fastest pit stop award for the Singapore Grand Prix. Um that's an auto bet, guys. I mean, even me and Lights Out F1, just every week, just uh, pat each other on the back for that one because it's like, it's, how can you not? At minus 140, if they don't shift these odds, it's just hammer this stuff every single week. Yeah, it's week. crazy sometimes they, how they don't move these things, and it's like, okay, just keep taking it while you can. <laughs> I know. It's, it's insane. Well, whatever. I mean, look, if they want to lose, they can lose. I don't care. Um, but really what I gave you was Alpine to be, uh, to have both cars classified. I'm sorry, guys. I meant to say not classified in this. That's <laughs> I just, I didn't, forgot the not in front of that. No, I'm just kidding. I really did mean both classified. In fact, they ended up both not classified in this race. Unfortunately, the one of the first times in forever that neither one that a one of these cars wasn't classified and the first time, even longer that both of these cars didn't get classified in a race. It just was Bad, bad luck. Uh, poor Alfonso, that guy was it, racing his 500th race and and could not finish this one. Um, I felt so bad for Fernando. It was, it was insane. Yeah, that, that's a
1: crazy number of races to get to. 500, mm-hmm. man, that's insane. But yeah, yeah, just tough luck for those guys. That's going to happen, unfortunately. I think you, you are on the right track with your reasoning behind it. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. I, uh, should have just stuck with my gut on this next one. I took the over 16.5 classified finishers at plus plus one ten. I talked about it last week on the podcast. I, I originally was going to go with under, uh, you know, with the weather, with everything else going on, but then I was looking back and, and it had just been such a strong trend of over finishers. And so I adjusted it. I changed my mind and we only ended up with 14 classified finishers. So, yeah, like, like we kind of mentioned before, just, just kind of chaos all over the place. You know, guys wrecking and uh, guys just having a lot of problems. Just all of a sudden, seemed like cars were just shutting off, and they couldn't go any farther. And so, yeah, we had we had uh, quite, quite a few guys, obviously six guys not classified there at the end, um, a couple guys even a lap down and two laps down for Russell. But, uh, yeah, I should have stuck with the gut on this one. I went with the over for the plus money and uh, just missed it.
0: Yeah it, was, yeah, it was definitely a difficult night. I mean, when when front fins are, are slamming into walls and, like, getting stuck, uh, you know yeah. that this is a rough day for everybody out there. I'm pretty sure they didn't even want to be out there either. In fact, I was hearing a lot of disgruntled folks uh, on that radio, up to and including my next bet, which was Lewis Hamilton. Um, I, sometimes I want to take over uh his radio and scream at Mercedes and their strategist for some of the calls <laughs> Boy, that they
1: he, he gets fired up on the radio. That's uh
0: he was <laughs> when he
1: said something about you guys need to start listening to me or, or next time you need to listen to me or so I was like who doesn't listen to Lewis Hamilton? Like what <laughs> what are you thinking? Who thinks they're smarter than Lewis Hamilton? What the
0: Yeah. He was like, it's too early for these tires. Next time, listen to me when I tell you this nonsense. Uh. And it's true. I mean, he finished in ninth place. I had him to finish on the podium. I mean, an utterly disappointing day for Lewis Hamilton. And, and again, in the radio transmissions, you definitely could hear every bit of the frustration in his voice because he knew he was better than his position. And in fact, for a while, he and Verstappen were, were out there battling around for, at the very least, a, a top 10 finish. Uh, or, you know, I mean, both of them got it, but it was, it was very close to at the end between he and Gasly, uh, to, to even have even a 10th place finish. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was just a rough day overall for Hamilton and I'm pretty sure, uh, he is not thrilled at all with strategy calls for the day and just overall the track conditions. He didn't like that everybody was getting squirrely around there anyways, either. He wasn't thrilled with everybody else driving. So um, just a bad, bad day for, yeah, for some of the yeah, top drivers. Yeah, he was definitely,
1: definitely not thrilled. And, and, I mean, this this looked like a pretty good bet. I mean, we talked about it. He was the fastest in FP1. He qualified third, so a great starting position. Like, And he was looking pretty good. And then, obviously, just had the lockup where he, he stuck the nose into the tire barrier, had to replace that, and, and then just issues after that, and only struggled to get the ninth place finish, unfortunately, for him. I think you were still on the right track. And, again, you weren't even – I mean, minus 105 for Lewis to get on the, the podium, not not bad odds at all. So, unfortunately, that one didn't miss. I also had Lewis' fastest lap at plus 900. I don't think he was ever really on the fastest lap board. His teammate ends up stealing it, I think, on the last lap, George Russell, who I had as my winner early in the week, 15-1. to one. Then he uh, ends up with a penalty starting on pit road, and nothing went well after that. He ends up 14th just because there was only 14 cars left. But like I said earlier, two laps down. Uh yeah, again, I, I thought maybe Mercedes would have a lot of speed this weekend. Russell's performed well. I mean, he this was the first race he hadn't finished in the top six, other than the Great Britain race where he wasn't allowed to finish. Um and so obviously kind of an outlier race for him. Uh and it's you're gonna have those days, it's gonna happen. I, I did go back. I mean, he was fifty to one before the race started, and I was like, yeah, you never know. Maybe a little chaos. I, I went, took a little bit on that. Unfortunately, that never even had a breathing chance either. But uh, that's okay
0: because because he looks at because. me. He says uh, because Perez the man won of the hour <laughs> because Perez won. And and look, honestly, it, I know that they said that they wanted to make uh, they wanted to make it seem like a closer battle between he and and Leclerc, especially at the end uh where they were like oh leclerc is pulling leclerc but no i mean perez won by two and a half seconds the next closest car behind that was uh leclerc two and and a half
1: seconds was that was after the penalty too like what oh yeah which what a stupid penalty like
0: well okay so
1: okay if you would have take i would have been pissed if they took the win away from him yeah because Uh, all he does is pull up behind the pace car a little too close and he's waving at him to go faster and you're going to possibly take a win away if he doesn't win by more than five seconds? Come I, on. I think I've seen I th- some dumb penalties in my
0: life. I was going to say, I think, Cody, that, that is probably right. why they just uh, chose to assign a five-second penalty at the end because they knew that it was more of a—because this is what I love about F1, okay? So Perez is in the lead, right? And he's probably, probably about three seconds, probably about two to three seconds ahead— Then they get in his ear and they say, hey, listen, you're facing about a five-second penalty. You need to push this out and you need to get this lead to more than seven seconds. And so what does he do? He gets it out to like seven and, you know, some change. And then they take the five away and now he's down to a two-second win. But I love it because it was like, what was he playing? Just kind of keeping the interval there the whole time or what?
1: Well, it was just like, yeah, once they told him, it was like he just drove away. (laughs) Because, I mean, Leclerc was catching him for a while and you thought, wow, I was like, God, Rod's going to end up losing this bet in the last two laps of this race because he's going to get around him. And he was like, he was toying with him as soon as he got close. He just stepped on it. And then once, yeah, once they got in his ear about that, it was hammered down and he was gone. I mean, just a dominant day by Perez. I mean, nobody really, I mean, Leclerc, a little bit of a little bit maybe for him, but, but, you know, I, I think that was more just getting toyed with than anything like, Ooh, Ooh, come on. Oh, just kidding.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, so yeah. look, he started second on the grid, right. And immediately shot to first and that was it. There was no, no he, that yeah. was it. He never looked right. back. Yep. He he led every never single lap. Back, so. Yep. Well, I mean, he looked back, I'm, I'm sure a few and that well. pace car, listen, pace cars quit being <laughs> jerks and actually go the speed, man. Like don't, don't get the, Don't let make these guys have to, to push you a little bit. Cause you know, obviously Perez was like, Hey, get your ass moving. I'm, I'm tired of this.
1: Yeah. I'm just glad that the wind didn't get taken away. He got up there to a seven second win, ends up getting scored as two seconds, which sucks. If you had a bet on, you know, whatever the, the five time. to 10 second win or whatever, that would suck. I'd be mad about that, but, uh, but 12 to one Perez props to you. Uh, we've hit a couple, a couple big ones already here. We're only, this is only what our ninth episode of this show. And we've
0: gotten a few good ones in there. So, uh, it feels good. Well, like I said, I mean, we'll grow as F one fans, but as F one betters, ladies and gentlemen, we have made our our mark on this uh, on this scene. And you know, I don't necessarily bang the drum all that much, but I'm I'm pretty excited because we have definitely got our fingers on the pulse of of at least how to bet this. I mean, we'll learn how to be fans. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, we'll get there. <laughs> but- we'll get all the technical jargon and all that down eventually for you if
1: you're if you're you know worried about that part of it, but the betting part of it, I mean, yeah, back to, back to just when I was writing articles about it prior to starting to show up, I mean, there was plenty of, of good bets we hit early on in the season with that. And then we've jumped right into it with this and we've had pretty good success. So thanks for sticking around and, uh, and being part of the
0: ride with that. Indeed. Well, let's give out some more good bets, shall we, Cody? We've got one more segment to it. go. Yeah. We want to win some people, some money. That's what we've yeah, we got always got back been
1: to back weeks with F one race, man. What? Almost feels like Christmas.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the weeks are winding down, so Christmas is going to end too yeah. soon.
1: Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: well, we'll still come back and give you some, uh, some bets for the Japan Grand Prix when we come back from the break. But before we do, let me tell you about No House Advantage. It's changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning $250,000 or more in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select a player prop, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single week. You can also test your skills against the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all of your picks. Bet on up to five player props over unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLBs. PGA, MMA, and of course, NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with our promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. I drink coffee. It's why I'm able to continue to bounce in my seat. Cody can attest to this. I don't ever sit still when I'm sitting here uh, doing a show. And that's because I drink coffee fantastic coffee because trade coffee feeds me fantastic coffee and not just that but listen they do all the work for me this is why i love them so much not only do i get to continue and burn calories by jumping up and down in my seat but i don't even got to taste the coffees before they get to me no the fine folks at trade coffee do all of that for me they test the coffee they send it to me when i want it to be sent they send me exactly the kind that i like oh my god i love this place so If you want to be just like me, and if you want to get the coffee that you enjoy, because it's not always the same coffee that I enjoy, what I like, what you like, two completely different things, go to Trade Coffee, take their quiz, and find out what coffee is best for you, and look, and if what I like is not up your alley, don't worry, all you got to do is is take the quiz over there, plus you can shop the most popular coffee by roast or flavor profile, and you can take their coffee quiz and have that match to you as well. All I'm saying, give Trade Coffee a try. If you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee right now. Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com SGP. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Tons of stats every single day that we throw at you, especially when we do NFL or any other type of sport out there that just needs all of those stats thrown at you. And now we deliver them thanks to oddstrader.com because oddstrader.com lets us compare odds from all the major books, plus all the different sign-up codes, promotion codes, from sportsbook to sportsbook so you can get the greatest deal out there ever. It also gives you player statistics. Game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather. It's going to make you the single smartest better in the entire universe. It's also got a bet tracker so you can keep track of all your games and betting activity. It gives you handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores of bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, all that and so much more. Go find it over there on oddstrader.com slash bluewireoddstrader.com slash blue bluewireoddstrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. That's some timing for you. Bad music runs out. Time to get back to it. We are here. <laughs> Almost like you're a professional, Rod. Nope. I just play one on television. That's all there is to it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's start winning some folks some money on the Japan Grand Prix. Again, we can uh, enjoy watching this one. You know, what I found, uh, just just a quick aside, is that ESPN runs the race at least four different times over the course of Sunday. So if you miss it, then you've got a couple of different chances to catch it. But obviously, just set your DVR. Unless it's like last week where uh, it, it was an hour down and I, the first time that I've never set it to go an hour and a half more, uh, failed to do so. So I had to actually catch it later. Um, the rest of the race, I'm pretty disappointed in myself.
1: What a rookie move.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm a little (laughs) bit pissed off at myself too. I was like, I I got to the end of it and that was it. And I was like, oh, this sucks.
1: That's funny. And yeah, a couple notes too on this. Uh, so this is an early race. We kind of alluded to that earlier. The first practice session is actually on Thursday. Um, and then two and three will happen on Friday And then qualifying on Saturday. The race is technically Sunday if you're on the East Coast. Uh, It's a 1 a.m. start on the East Coast. So obviously where I'm at Central Time, it's going to be midnight on Saturday night slash Sunday morning. And then obviously on the West Coast where you're at, 10 o'clock, you get the the late primetime window race
0: for, for you over there. I love it. But I'm still setting my DVR. Uh, yeah, because... I'm going to have
1: to I don't know, I'll figure it out. Maybe I might just get a nap in and try to stay. I'm more of a night owl than a morning person, so this might actually work out good for me anyways.
0: Well, so this race is 53 laps around this 5.8-kilometer course uh, for a total of 307 kilometers, so uh, just over a 5K, so about little more than three miles, almost like the Singapore Grand Prix track, which is a pretty long track. There are... Uh, 18 corners in this one as well. So uh, a nice little hairpin, a couple of hairpins on either end of it. A good long straightaway between between turns 18 and 1. And then there's a DRS zone uh, to between 16, 15 and 16, rather. So um, not very many opportunities for DRS in this one as well. Uh, but nice, nice. <laughs> it's a twisty, twisty track, to be honest with you. There's a lot of... Uh, a lot
1: of s, s turn. Things going on here. Another man, some of the designs on these tracks, so it's almost like they just have like a kid like draw a couple lines and then they put it together and they're like, okay, go.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it says it's the ultimate, it, it remains one of the ultimate driving challenges with snaking S curves, uh, the two commitment rewarding uh, DJ, uh, degeners and white knuckle rides of, yeah, whatever. It's just, it's, it looks like a track that is not going to be uh, very simple for these folks at all.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then again, 2019, the last running of this, obviously with COVID, they didn't come here the last couple of years. So been a minute, Mercedes kind of dominated that race. Valerie Bottas at the time was, was with Mercedes won the race. I believe Lewis Hamilton was on the podium as well. Um, and actually set the course record, uh, for a lap, I believe in that yeah. race,
0: Hamilton, one thirty point nine eight three, yeah. and 2019 was a lap record.
1: Yes. So, all right, should we get to the bets, Rod? This is yes what everybody came here for, right? Let's do it. Uh, oh, one more thing, too. We missed this on the recap part of it. I wrote it down, and I looked right past it. But we did talk about uh, Alex Albon last week. Uh, we were kind of just went over that off the cuff at the beginning of the show with him coming back from his surgery and, and all the time he spent in the hospital. Uh, and we gave out a couple bets on him. We gave out uh, plus 800 for Williams to have the first car to retire. That one did not hit we said you could get plus 1800 for albon to be the first to retire that one didn't hit but we did say plus 300 for albon not to finish the race he didn't finish the race not because he physically couldn't do it which was what we kind of maybe suspected but uh just had a failure there later on in the race and uh and was out so little little nice plus 300 in addition to your uh your 12 to 1 and some of those other bets <laughs> But this week, I am going to start it off with the winning margin over 10 seconds at plus 150. I feel like this is back to the max show again this week. I mean we we saw we saw a week without it and uh and I feel like we're maybe getting back into that. so I'm kind of leaning into that. But the last two races here have been won by 13 seconds and 12 seconds. Um, and then if you look back kind of over the the last few races we've had, Singapore was almost 8 seconds before that 5 second penalty of course. Um and then back to the Italian Grand Prix. I mean, Max had a 17 second lead before that very very late safety car where they never got restarted. So, yes, that one technically didn't finish uh under, but but uh it, it was trending that way had it not been for obviously Ricardo's vehicle just coming to a stop there and bringing out the safety car. Um then the Dutch Grand Prix was only 4 seconds, but then you go back to Belgium. It was another 17-second win there. So there's been quite a few GPs lately where we've been pushing over 10 seconds where somebody just – by somebody I mean Max Verstappen just dominates. Uh, But even last week we almost saw it with Perez. So I I have a feeling that once somebody kind of gets out to it here, it it might be just run away with it again this week. Uh, I think that's probably going to be max. But uh, So, yeah, I'll take the winning margin over
0: 10 seconds. So you're going to have plus money as well at, at plus 150. So somebody's radio is going to be uh, crackling open and saying, uh, "Cody has you at ten. You need to yeah, hurry up and get going. <laughs> uh, this needs to happen." <laughs> um, I will Who's tell this you, random person that just got on Max's radio, <laughs> you guys hear that during the
1: broadcast? I'm not going to say it's me, but I'm not going to say it's not me. I'm
0: not going. I'm not going to confirm nor deny right away. Um, I will say that the winning the winning margin in this last or the last time they ran in 2019. Was a 13-second lead, so there's definitely a precedent for that. That's that's a pretty big lead there uh, at the end, 13 seconds in this. It was 12 seconds in 2018, Um, so, you know, even more of a case to be made for more than 10 on that. Uh, Yeah, so the last couple of times that it's been run in 2018 and 2019, over 10 seconds, so that further bolsters your case for that. Um, all right, listen, here's the thing. Here's my weekly bid for you to bet uh, Red Bull as the fastest pit stop. They're only minus 150 again this week. Uh, I don't get it. They, they raised it 10 or they, you know, kind of upped it 10 points uh, because of, of the fact that they've done it five out of the last six times and they've pretty much crushed every single uh, team out there when it comes to pits. So I definitely say continue hammering that one until they stop. Uh, we talked about it, I think, and I was looking again, I, I, I'm, I'm looking for the next best pit stop as well uh, because uh, Ferrari, I'm sorry, fastest pit stop, McLaren's at McLaren plus 550. At plus 550 yeah. yeah, and Mercedes is at plus 1200. Um, it has been them and Mercedes fighting for for the last couple, uh, McLaren 226 last time. I said Mercedes, I meant McLaren. Um, but yeah, so McLaren's out there as well you want to grab that and speculate on that one as well they're pretty fast uh but that's not the main bet that i'm going to give you that's just the one that i always give you every week i'm going to say mercedes is the fastest in practice one i'm going to tell you this because i looked at it it's a plus 850 this is insane right i mean if you look at hamilton by himself he's at 10 to 1 russell's at 16 to 1 but uh if you look back at the last few practices in practice one at singapore it was mercedes In in Italy, it was Ferrari. In the Netherlands, it was Mercedes. All I'm saying is that the Mercedes have been well uh, uh, done, very well on this track. Obviously, we just talked about Hamilton turning the fastest uh, the track record lap. Plus, he was fastest in practice two here in 2019, uh, and Verstappen was actually fastest in practice one. Um, So, you know, again, Hamilton definitely good. I know Verstappen is Red Bull, but I'm just saying like they traded back and forth. Hamilton and Verstappen at this track as far as practice is concerned but I'll even add on to that this veteran's pissed he has had a string of races where he feels like he should have won and last week he feels like he should have at least done a lot better so I said it before that he's probably in the hauler screaming at every single person in Mercedes right now that you know they better start doing something better for him or else hell's you know heads are gonna roll so I think they come out in this practice. They give Hamilton everything he needs. I'm sorry. They give Lewis everything he needs. Cody, I love how they call everybody by their first name in F1. I know that I, as a stuffy, as a stuffy sports uh, journalist, I'm always in the last name game. But these guys are our first names, and I love it. So yeah. they're going to give yes. Lewis everybody, everything. They everybody's want. on
1: a first name basis.
0: I know everybody is announcers, pit for everybody. So anyways, they're going to give Lewis everything they want, and and they're probably going to come out fast in practice and and dominate. So at plus eight fifty. I'll take a chat on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you make great points, obviously. And we know that Mercedes can be fast. We've seen it. We just saw it last week, and they're still at plus 850. So, yeah, Ferrari comes out fast. A lot of the times, they don't always win. So, if you are going to go with the bet Ferrari strategy, maybe that little bit of a sprinkle on Mercedes as well could be what you need in case they don't get it. Um, and it just, I mean, Red Bull has won some some FP1s, but, they seem to win FP1 a lot less. It's almost like I don't know if they're trying out things or if they just don't care about FP1 or, or what the deal is more so than anything. But, uh, but yeah, I, I really like that one. And obviously, the fastest pit stop. I mean, who's going to argue with you on fastest pit stops anymore? You're you're the king of fastest pit stops. So uh,
0: Red Bull's the king. I just am the one well, that can call the obvious. The king of picking it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but.
1: Keeping on the Mercedes trend, uh, I'm going to go with back to the Mercedes. Well, the double top six Mercedes finish. It's juiced at minus two fifty, but this is what we were getting it at for a while earlier in the season, and then it started creeping up. It was over minus three hundred for a while. Mercedes has one bad race where Russell just you know is starts way behind the eight ball, having to start on pit road. It just it's not nothing good from there. Lewis looked good, had issues, finishes ninth. That was the first race this season. Um, not this, not the first race, but where they didn't do well. Where they both just had a bad week. I don't see that happening again. Eleven of the sixteen races this season, they've both finished in the top six, and probably should have been twelve had it not been for the at the British GP where Russell wasn't allowed to finish and Lewis did, but. Um, And George, the Russell part of this, there's only two races he hasn't, that race and then this past weekend where he hasn't been in the top six. So I'm going to do this one, and then I'm also going to add a double podium finish for them at plus 450 Um, because I I think that Mercedes is going to be fast this weekend. We've seen speed. We saw speed from them last week. Even Russell ended up with the fastest lap in the race. We know they can get it done, and they've been the top – you know, like most consistent team this week. I Almost every week I put them in my captain spot in the article for DFS that I've been writing because they are just so good at being consistent and always being there. So even if they don't win, they're up there. They're also holding on to, or no, they're actually third behind Ferrari in the Constructors' Championship. And this last race hurt them quite a bit. They're now... Uh, about 60 points behind uh, Ferrari, but they still have a chance to catch Ferrari. Obviously, Red Bull has run away with it and nobody's catching them, and Max can actually lock up the title this week for the drivers part of it. But second place to means a lot to Mercedes anyways, and they're going to be showing out. They're going to be trying to get him points, and I think you're going to see two solid runs from these guys. So double top six at minus 250. I'm not afraid to lose that juice. We've talked about it so much before. Not bets we would lay in NASCAR. Not bets you lay in even NFL and stuff like that that often. But in F1, you can get away with the juice a little bit more, and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to throw on a little sprinkle on the double podium at plus 450 and try to hit that as well.
0: I wonder how swanky the Mercedes principal's office looks like. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm wondering how plush and how lush that thing is when Hamilton's screaming at everybody, In there, <laughs> you know that's one of the things where this is going to be a Mercedes race. It really is. I mean, that just—they're just, they're too proud of a team to have ended last week the way they did, and it's not going to sit well. Again, you heard them. You heard the frustration in everybody's voice in that car, uh, in both cars last week, and it's just not going to happen again uh, this week. And and they've been on the double podium so many times this season, uh, Hamilton and Russell. Lewis and George, as it were. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, of yeah, they're going to get better again this week. I think it's going to be a lot drier of a race this week. I don't know. I didn't look ahead so of yeah, So, yeah, uh, I was looking at the forecast. It looks like Sunday's probably for the race will probably be dry.
1: There's a slight chance for rain. You could get rain in practice and qualifying, which actually could go even more towards helping your Mercedes bet uh, for practice if it's a little wet and messy. We saw that workout last week with Hamilton, so that could play in your favor. But, yeah, I was just looking at the forecast right before we we started, and the race looks probably dry at this point. I mean, we're still obviously recording this on Tuesday, so it's a few days out, and we know how weathermen predict things, but <laughs> but it,
0: it probably will be dry at this point, I would say. All right. Well, hopefully it is, and hopefully uh, it doesn't impede our bets, except for this one. I'm, I'm giving you this one because... I know at minus 200, it doesn't feel like a, a fun bet, um, but look, this one's going to cash. <laughs> a safety car, yes, that's, that's my bet, is that there's going to be a safety car in this race. I'm not even going to bore you with how many races there's been a safety car in this season. Let's just say there have been a lot of safety cars this season. We saw one again uh, last week. We saw, we've saw we seen plenty of them. Week. <laughs> yeah. Again. Yeah. So, okay. We're banking up for, for safety cars over the course of the week, but yeah, I mean, these guys, it just feels every week that there's been a safety car uh, out there and you know, virtual safety cars, real safety cars, like one week we we're wondering, okay, well, is this virtual safety car going to count? Didn't matter. The safety car rolled out. So, I mean, obviously the books agree that this is a, a safe or a, a good bet that it's going to happen. Um, but again, this is where you just adjust the type of bet you want to make because I'm pretty sure this is going to bet. This is going to cash. Um, especially given the fact that you see the way this, this, uh, track is shaped. There's a lot of corners that can sneak up on you and, and get you. And if there, it's a wet track, then you probably grab this now just in case they shift it. And, and, uh, if the weather starts to, to look like it's going to turn and make even a safety car even more out, cause I've seen yes, safety cars that like minus, 500 600 so well, last week it
1: was minus 700 yeah because I, I had talked we had talked about that where every single uh Singapore GP had had a safety car and yeah they weren't messing around last week minus 700 so getting a hell of a discount this week at minus 200 even um but yeah this seems like an auto bet right now I mean I can't even remember the last time there wasn't a safety car it's been weekend and week out and I think it's one you just have to keep hammering if they're gonna give it to you at minus 200. Again, you only pay the juice if you lose. If you're not losing it, you're not paying the juice. So I think that that's a no-brainer. Back to some plus money bets. Uh, my next one, McLaren double top 10 at plus 175. Um, so if you look back, Lando has been doing a hell of a job. In the last eight races, he's got seven top 10 finishes. Uh, it's been Ricardo that that's held them down as far as that. Um, but they were fourth and fifth last weekend at Singapore GP. They both looked good. I think things are clicking over there. Obviously, Lando with seven of the last eight has been up there constantly. Uh, Ricardo doesn't know what's going on next year. We don't. He doesn't currently have a ride. I think he ne- he has some stuff to prove. Um, and yeah, double top ten for these guys at plus one seventy five. Uh, that one really jumped off the board to me, and especially the way Lando's been running uh, and doing so well. He's almost, you know, the free space, so to say, of this bet, and then you just need Ricardo to get up there, and I think he can do it.
0: Yeah, I like double top ten finishes because you're not, I mean, you're kind of not sweating them as much as a double top six. Like a double top six feels like a huge sweat, and you're just thinking to yourself, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, please do this. But, yeah, double top ten, not not out of the realm of possibility. So I like that as well. Um, All right, I'm going to give you – Pierre Gasly as a top 10 car. We're talking about top 10s. I'll give you Pierre Gasly as a top 10. This is not a name we bring up often. This is not a name we talk about very much at all. Uh, but he definitely with cause here, in 2019, he finished 7th here in Japan, just outside of the top 10 in 2018 at 11th place. And then in, in 2017, he finished 13th. So as you progress, I should have went the other way because it makes it seem better. 13th Japan, 2017, 11th, and then 7th. So he, creeped, he crept up into the top 10 over the course of the last uh, three runnings of this race. Uh, but you also look at what he's done here in, in this season. Finished 10th last week at Singapore, 8th in Italy, just outside of the top 10 and 11th in the Dutch Grand Prix. But he did finish 9th in Belgium. So he definitely finished three out of the last four races inside of the top 10. One of those under-the-radar type of a guys uh, when you talk about the top because obviously... A lot of times, it's it's all about the it's all about the it's all about the Hamiltons, it's all about the Perez and the Leclairs, um, and the gaslys don't necessarily get a whole lot of love. Um, but as a top ten bet, especially at plus money for what we've seen, plus one ten, yeah, it's not baked breaking, and it's not gonna you know have you eating complete and total steak. But you know at the same time, it's it's actually not a bad uh, little thing to sprinkle on because when it cashes, it's gonna cash for you. So. Um, that Alpha Tari running pretty well lately and, and Pierre Gasly's got it going on. Yeah. I,
1: I think great points on this. Uh, we've seen it from him lately and yeah, I think this is one that, that you want to stick with. Uh, moving on to my next one, Max Verstappen. I, again, I think he's back this week to what we saw. Even last week, you watch it. He's the best driver out there in the best car. Things kept popping up. Things kept getting in his way and he still was just tearing through the field. Looks good. Yes, Max didn't win last week, but a Red Bull still won. Big surprise there. So I think Max is going to win. Uh, again, he's at uh, pretty pretty rough odds this week to just win the race. I think he was minus 190 again. So I'm not going to go quite that far and lay that. But I'm going to take him the fastest lap and to win at plus 140. Uh, you're getting plus money on him that way. You don't have to get him to qualify first as well. It's just the fastest lap in the race and winning the race. I think he's going to do those things. I think he's going to win by the 10 seconds that I mentioned earlier. And if Max wins and gets the fastest lap, that will give him enough points to secure the championship. He will be the champion at that point. Um, there's a ton of different scenarios for, for how he can how he can clinch this week. But basically, if he wins and gets the fast lap point, then he's mathematically is the champion Um, or if he leaves the day with a 112 point lead over second place then that will secure him the championship as well so i think max is going to win it this week i think it's going to be in dominating fashion i think he's going to have the fastest lap of the race he's going to win by a lot win the championship wrap it up this week Um, and so i'm going to go with that if i have to throw out a long shot winner which i do have to do that if you've listened to me ever i love the long shots I uh, think, we're all on the same track here. Lewis Hamilton, we've laid out the case all day already about Mercedes, how fast they are here, how good they are here. He's got the track record, uh, twelve to one, great value on Lewis. Man, I you hope to see him win one this this year as a fan, um, and so maybe we'll get it this time. If you know, again, Max is not totally invincible, although it seems like it lately. Didn't win last week. He had you know. A uh, rough start and then just a, you know, problem after problem throughout the day still ends up having a decent race, but, but he is beatable. If that happens again, there's no reason Lewis can't be the guy up there to
0: win this. And at 12 to one, that was lucky number last week. Let's run, run it, running back. Indeed. Uh, I, yeah, spoiler alert. I had Lewis Hamilton also as the non max for stop and winner. Guy's got five career wins on this track. This season alone, he's got six podium finishes. So um, he has been a dominant driver all year long. It's just it's just a matter of time before he pops through. Uh, and I know, again, we know that a lot is on the line for Verstappen this week. Uh, we know that a lot's been on the line for Verstappen all season long, and and even last week as well. But um, at some point, the pressure starts to get to you, and we talked about it earlier in this in this episode as far as just Hamilton is unhappy. Right now, there's a lot of chances that he feels have slipped away from him. And, I mean, these guys are some smart guys over there in Mercedes. They know how to put together fast cars. So, if there's one opportunity for them to put together a fast car for Lewis Hamilton, that's this track right now. I know it's a new car altogether for these guys, which is why a lot of this stuff is happening this season. But, Hamilton has won here a lot. And so, he knows this track he is a multiple-time champion. He is somebody that you just obviously cannot ignore. Um, and when you put him in a situation where he's used to, uh, all you need to do is put the right equipment underneath him. So hopefully the the fine folks over there at Mercedes have spent all of this week in the lab and not slept at all to give Lewis the car that he needs to go out and win this race and to dominate the track like he's done it before. Look, if he can, if he can get around this track the fastest than anybody... Uh, he just needs to do that a lot more <laughs> this this coming week, and and to put his car in victory lane. So uh, I'm glad we're double locked on a Lewis Hamilton twelve to one to win because, like I said, that was that's what I picked. That was the first bet that I picked ever uh, for this race, and I and from there I went the rest of the way. But I knew I wanted Lewis Hamilton in my winner square just because I feel like he's due. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm glad to see we don't
1: you know. We don't if you're not if you're not from the NASCAR show, we've talked about this on there But we don't look at each other's bets before we do this. We kind of lay out our own bets We go into the document and Adam um, And we just happen to be locked in on this one together. It doesn't happen a ton but uh, When it does worked out last week for us with the Albon thing We both kind of talked about that We ended up talking about that live on the show But we both like that hit that at plus 300. So yeah, I, I feel good this week about about Lewis Again, I think it's we're back to the max show and a max week, but it, it, it can be someone different as we saw this past week. So you never know. Indeed.
0: All right, get your pen and papers out. We're going to go over the bets one more time for you, as we always do. We started out by talking about the winning margin over 10 seconds at plus 150. Cody gave you that one. I reminded you that Red Bull is still only minus 150 for the fastest pit stop this week, so go hammer that one. Uh, And then I gave you Mercedes as the fastest car in practice one at plus 850. (laughs) What? Uh, Then Cody followed it up with a double top six Mercedes finish at minus 250, and then a double podium also at plus 450. I said there will be a safety car because there has been every single time I can think of. Um, this one's at minus 200, so bet at your own risk on this one. And then, of course, Cody gave you McLaren at double top 10 at plus 175. I told you Gasly was going to be inside the top 10 at plus 110. And then Cody said that Max Verstappen, no one will ever stop him this week. He will have the fastest lap and cross the finish line in first place at plus 140. But if he doesn't, we both believe that Lewis Hamilton at 12-1 to stands the best chance out of the rest of the pack to take this home as he's done it several times before. So that is your F1 gambling recap, and, uh, and so set your bet cards for that. Keep in mind the practice does start on Thursday, which is why we're giving this to you about a full day earlier, uh, so that way you can get yourselves ready to go before the books start to adjust whatever they have to adjust to take these bets away from you. So uh, hopefully you go out and win some money again this week. We've had so much fun, Cody. I mean, we're nine episodes into this, but obviously we feel like we've been at this forever because we're NASCAR uh, hosts together. But, you know, this F1 show, I- I'm enjoying it so much, and I hope you guys are too. Thanks for making it this far.
1: Yeah, agreed. And, uh, yeah, uh, over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, just had a record month in September, over a million downloads, uh, and you guys are a part of that with, with this show, with the NASCAR show, so we appreciate that. And yeah, if you can, you know, just take two seconds, leave us a rating and review as well. Show the bosses you want the show to stick around and and continue to be part of that massive explosion of growth. We greatly appreciate it. But yeah, it's going to be another good weekend. I'm excited. A little little late night racing for us here in the States. Uh,
0: It's going to be a good one. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm feeling good again. Indeed. All right. Well, as we wrap things up, Cody, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yep. You can find me on
1: Twitter at Husker underscore Zeb. All my work I share over there. I got a ton of stuff. Fantasy football uh, article out for for waiver Wire Editions this week. NBA Futures article. F1 DFS. NASCAR stuff. It's all over there. So follow me
0: there. You can follow the show as well. At F1 Gambling Pod. I pushed the wrong button. That's why you heard my voice underneath there. If anybody knew that. I started the music earlier this time because I, I usually don't start it earlier enough. And I I know I threw Cody off because I saw him stop for a second. Like, what's he doing? <laughs> why is he playing the music now? What's going on? <laughs> I, I don't get this. Uh, sorry. Just, I've been I've been battling a cold for the last couple of days, okay? So like my whole mental fe- faculties are not quite there yet. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. I'm going to make a little more sense there. Than I do. There's a link in my bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's a sportsbook review, whether it's in between media. Wherever I'm at, you can find me on my Twitter at RJViegomes. Link in the bio. Follow us in the Discord SG.PN/discord. Have fun with us over there. There's an F1 channel where you can talk. Be part of this growing community, man. Over a million downloads. That doesn't happen without you guys sticking around and, and listening to us. So we appreciate that each and every week again hopefully we won you some money enjoy the singapore or the japan i hope you enjoyed the singapore grumpy enjoy the japan if you haven't watched singapore yet enjoy it (laughs) please do please do we didn't ruin it for you hopefully if look if you made it this far congrats to you we love you for it (laughs) anyways let's go racing everybody and let it ride